0: All right, Stephen, I uh, I don't know if you've heard about the seismic event in soda culture, Ooh. but there's been a recent change in one of the major beverage companies. No way, Jose. Branding. Yeah. Stephen, I'm going to text you a photo. We'll have okay. this on the social media accounts as well. But uh, I love, by the way, the, the last episode you announced that. Don't we overthink weren't. it. Don't overthink it. <laughs> It just so happened. Look, I understand the irony of like me bitching about posting stuff to social yeah. media. and Now I have to... I'm forcing myself to do right, it. Right, right. But look, it's... But you, you're you putting yourself in that situation, so that's Absolutely. Okay. I'm willingly doing it now. Right. Like, I'll hate myself on, you know, exactly. the Tuesday. But for right now, for we're right having now. fun. Right? Feeling good. It's feeling good. good. Okay. So I'm going to text you a logo of uh, Soda Company Pepsi, right? Oh, yeah. So I, I've just texted okay. you the yeah. the quote-unquote current logo, right? Oh. So it's uh, it's the bad one, right? They re-logoed? Oh, my God, Steven. I'm going to I text you this. the updated logo okay. from Pepsi, and I should have that momentarily. Oh. Uh, Pepsi has changed it's their logo. old-school looking, right? It's old-school looking, and I got to say, I fucking like this logo very I like much. like way better, yeah. Because I remember when they did the, the, the current one, and it was just like, mm. it's like they... I don't know. They have a 2D logo and they were like, what if we turned it in 3D space and made mm-hmm. it 2D again? And it's like yeah. you, your brain gets it, but it just doesn't. It's not satisfying, right? No, it's really not. Yeah. It's like if a yin yang sign couldn't commit, is what the old <laughs> one <would> looked like. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, it, like the old one had like this weird, like it almost looked like something was. it it was like trying to smile or something like that (laughs) yeah but it it wasn't quite there the the new logo does very much look like the pepsi logo from our youths you know growing Uh up in the the 80s and 90s uh with the the red on top red on or the blue on bottom and then it has like the the, uh then equal but opposite little like swoosh to it right and then uh we've got an updated black pepsi logo uh or the 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 font in the middle Mm -hmm. and uh you know I I have heard some people online say they don't like this font choice. I think this font choice oh, kicks cool. ass. I love the that like bottom droop on the, the, uh, the P. P. Oh my god! I love a bottom droop on P. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen to those outtakes. <laughs> right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, the I at the end. The, yes the slashed yeah. topic i little, like that but but the uh the the slash and the i uh mm-hmm. corresponds with the uh the s like it's on the, the same plane Ooh, that's satisfying you know? that is satisfying. it's very satisfying a very the, satisfying logo the e is kind of mm, kind of wimpy though compared to the rest of them i mean they all have something else going on you know look it doesn't well, you bother got, me but yeah you got too much going on i feel like right. with the old pepsi logo uh the the first one i sent you right you got too much swooping going on you know yeah, the swoop e, there it is, I like, might uh, say. Yeah, you, and you don't want that. Like they, you e, don't want that. They, they're like, oh, it's like Pepsi's like waves. Like what is mm-hmm. that supposed to mean? I don't understand. But you got rid of the wave, right? For that logo. So well, what? You're trying to sneak it into an E? Just leave the E alone. Mm-hmm. I felt like they did this time, so I liked it. You know, I felt like I, they I could have. Okay. They could have just made this font. Like Helvetica bold or something like sure. that, and it would have been fine. Mm-hmm. But I really do like the the approach here, and I liked it so much that when I went to the grocery store, you got a tattooed. I, I got <laughs> tattooed. Yeah, let me <laughs> let me show you my forehead. There we go under your Coca Cola hat. Wow, absolutely, yeah, yeah. You better have a, a full back tattoo of RC, buddy. Hey, man. If it's I coming? don't, I will. time this episode comes out, please believe. Uh, but yes, I, I uh, when I went to Vegas, I got a Coca-Cola hat, uh, which I have right. on now. But I'm holding in my hand a Pepsi oh, with the wow. new logo on it. I think it looks great. I can't wait to taste this. You it's got to have been changed. It, absolutely. You know, the logo is going to make the, the soda mm-hmm. that you and I have not been big on <laughs> right. uh, in past years. <laughs> taste so much better, right? So let me crack this bad boy open. Let's he, hear it. It might be, sound better. Oh, my God. Oh, it's tough oh okay okay a respectable you know Uh, a respectable soda queef exactly absolutely that's right that's Mm -hmm. what legally that's what it's called it's like the the music in the the cantina of the star wars bar Mm -hmm. legally called jizz (laughs) we're not making that that up and this is this is a soda queef that's just what it's called we didn't make it you can't make these things up Mm -hmm. you know we would never let me give this uh pepsi a try it's been uh quite some time since i've had just a pepsi by itself how about you I'm ex- yeah, it's been a while, and I'm excited to see if the new logo makes it t- taste better, you know? Oh, my God. Verdict's Steve, this This might be the most delicious thing I've ever had. Oh, Holy shit. Oh, really? This is incredible. Uh, wow. It's like I, can, I can taste the new font. Uh-huh, right. You know, it really, you're, like— You're good about that. The, the inks kind of leak— through <laughs> the, 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 the plastic logo uh-huh. into the plastic bottle into nice. the soda itself. And it's just like, that's delightful, you know? Well, they found recently that, uh, you know, plastics, microplastics have invaded our entire beings, and including recently, I, I heard our, our brains, perhaps. And it, and it seems to be changing uh, psychological things in mice. So it, it most likely is, is us as well and our and our blood brain barriers. So uh, it must just be the plastic. But I, I love that you can taste a logo. You can't smell anything, but you can taste a logo. I can taste a logo. A lot of mm-hmm. people have said, um, hey, can you taste a logo? And I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you taste the rainbow? No. But the no. logo? Yeah. Steven, I can't let this go by without mentioning that the Candy Skittles plays a huge plot point <laughs> in the movie Shazam 2. You gotta see this movie. It's wild. I, I'm Taste the you, rainbow. I'm glad we randomly landed on Skittles because when we were getting gearing up for these episodes, you said you had outtake open and an opener uh, topics, um, and I almost brought up to you a Skittles thing because at, at work we have a, a machine that's meant for like guests, and we have one in our break oh. room that's cheaper. And someone specifically wanted Skittles the other day, and they were three dollars oh. for a regular oh package of Skittles. And I wondered how much would you pay for Skittles? How much would I pay? Like. Not a dollar, right. like yeah, yeah, yeah just a like, dollar, whatever the going rate for Skittles is. I'm not like <laughs> yeah. I don't need Skittles that bad, you know. I guess I'd have to like check he the market, yeah. see what they're doing. It's like oh right. fuck, we're in a we're in a bull market. I better wait until uh, after there's a downturn, you know. Right, exactly. Um, so. Yeah, like I've, not, I've, like I like Skittles well enough, but but not you know, three dollars, right? I, I'm I'm willing to wait until I like mug some children for their Halloween candy. It's just around the corner, you <laughs> that's, know. It, that's free. Be fun. Yeah, that's it's just a free. good time. It's free. Right. I get to you know give my knuckles a work out. You know, we all have a good time. It's all, all a lot of fun. That's, I, I, that's right. I, also on the the topic of Skittles, I also want to mention when my wife and I went to Vegas recently. Uh, we went to the M&M store, and oh, that's right. they have like it's a four story. Building what with the MM floor, it's it's a lot, but they only have like the uh dispensers of MMs on the second floor there, hmm. which is like cool, but like a lot of it is just
1: is the same like merchandise history? in
0: multiple colors. So, if you need a, a t shirt, you can have one in green with the green MM on it, or you can have one in brown with the brown MM, and mm-hmm. etc. Right? So, you're essentially making like Seven different versions of the same product, which eats up a lot of floor space. Thus, the four gotcha. floors, I guess. But on like the third floor, we found one lone, sad Skittles dispensing machine. <laughs> and it's like, what the fuck is this doing here? Oh my god, it was weird. It's like to you're not M Ms, you know. It's like who you, who are you trying to trick into this? Right. You know, like I came to M and M store for right. M Ms, you know. There's no chocolate in a Skittle machine. Like who's gonna? I don't even trust. It. I like Skittles, mm-hmm. but I would not. I'm not gonna buy Skittles from an M&M store. There's, it feels like a trap. I feel like if you right. put a dollar in the Skittles machine, Chris Hansen's gonna walk out. tell you to have a seat. <laughs> offer you a wine cooler. It's like, wait, what? Is this how this works now? He's like, I work here now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have a seat, you know. <laughs> fantastic the, the last thing i gotta ask you on the pepsi logo is uh yeah. the color of blue has changed and maybe possibly the mm-hmm. red as well and uh we've we've also discussed recently us being blue boys uh mm-hmm. you being yeah. cyan me being uh what do we call it navy navy but yeah i like mm-hmm. a midnight blue specifically what midnight i would call blue. the blue that i like okay. um but uh or like uh, the mustang that i had years ago the 66 mustang that i owned as a as a teenager was a night mist blue I always love oh that title. God. Isn't that cool? Holy shit. I know. I gotta show you that color sometime. But uh yeah, this is interesting. I don't know I don't know the history of Pepsi blues, but uh I I like it. It's uh it's a little more bold and it also feels a little more retro with this. It's like this darker blue than the last one, so Yeah. Well yes, your thoughts? uh it looks like it's uh closer to that like uh midnight or, or navy blue from the old I think it was like a, a royal blue, but it was like right. uh not it I don't does know. seem that it's a little not, purplish almost, like a purple tint to it. It well, i'm seems colorblind like... by the way oh right yeah, <laughs> yeah it's green you know <laughs> i'm at least kind of colorblind for sure but uh royal blue has like a uh as as in my head it's like a little has a purple side to it none of the purple interesting but it's okay. in that it's in that range hmm i don't That's wait I are you it. talking about on the new one in general yeah this one i would see is uh between like a royal blue and a midnight blue that kind of thing or a navy uh mm-hmm but yeah, not not quite navy, navy. This one, right, right. Does this all make sense? This is a good topic. Okay, this is great. Well, I like it. I'm glad that uh, that you showed that to me. I did not know they were retroing that up. I think that's pretty fun. I always like mm-hmm. retroing things. Um, in particular, you had mentioned like the, growing up with this kind of logo as in our youth. And uh, mm-hmm. the one that always gets me is when I see an old mo- like '80s movies in particular, but maybe even '90s is Doritos. Oh, my God. Seeing the old style of Doritos bags and their logo. And I would love to see that come back. Uh, And that seems even though I never really was a big fan of Pepsi in general, uh, that seems like it'd be really fun to get like an old retro Pepsi now and an old retro Mm. Doritos bag. That would be a good that'd be good times. Um, Two things. Doritos. Right. Old Doritos bags didn't have a window in them. Mm. And you're like, oh, wait, maybe they did. I don't know. No, the old ones did have a window. New ones don't. They're all just like that's that stylized. Right. Yeah, that's what it was. Um it's like what what don't they want us to see? Exactly. You know? What's going on in there? Oh yeah, look at it right now. Look at that. Oh yeah. Well, this is like the Oh yeah, it looks like they did have some retro ones come out cuz this looks like a newer picture. But um, I can't show you right now because it it just all failed in my iPad. (laughs) you do have to celebrate every every once in a while. It's like, hey, remember when we had that product packaging design? (gasps) Well, we're going to celebrate that packaging design. It's been 10 years, guys. What are we supposed to do not? (laughs) You know, of course we're going to do it. It does show that this is like a a retro bag. I don't know how you can see that. Uh, That's fun. Yeah. In the last few years. I did not know about that. I would love that Mm -hmm. man. Yeah. Anyway, good times, good logos. Um, let's get <laughs> well, the, into this The shit. second thing I wanted to say is oh, yeah. uh, this Pepsi is delicious to me, but also I have not been drinking sugary drinks for quite oh. some time, you know? So I'm like, oh, this is just like fucking <laughs> sugar. sugar. It, you know, it's, it's just like cane <laughs> sugar or whatever the fuck. But even still, it's like full bodied and it's, my brain is about to shatter to a thousand pieces. You I love know? it. I love it. It's man. great. Yeah, uh, I I hope it treats you well the rest of the episode. So keep us same, mm. keep us in tune with that. So uh, yeah, let's mm. get into this. We're doing it. I'm Stephen. I'm Sugar Top oh, Prince, yeah. <laughs> and welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff uh, again. We. <laughs> We're back with another pop culture catch-up episode, a short one as Finally. well. Finally, uh, I am I am currently on vacation while this is airing, oh. uh, so we are recording this back to back with the uh, the last episode that people listened to, and uh, we're continuing the good times today. Good times, good Pepsi. Mm-hmm. Stephen, what do you think you're doing on vacation right now? I don't I don't want to dock Ooh. you. I feel like you've mentioned where you're going, right? But what do, you, what do you feel like you're currently doing as this episode airs on Tuesday? Uh, the twelfth of right. September, twenty twenty three. What do you think you're doing that day? No, this one airs the next week. Steven, as this airs, whatever that <laughs> next week is, I, don't I even fucked know it what up dates immediately. Now, wow, that's pretty wild. The seventeenth, um, seventeenth is uh, no, wait, that's that's October. Holy nineteenth, 19th. nineteenth. 19th. <laughs> what am I doing on the nineteenth? What uh, are you doing I'm, on September nineteenth? Probably in like Venice right now. Mm-hmm. so uh and and the, here's the thing here's the thing i'm going to italy um i can tell you what i'm going to do every single day all right spaghetti, pizza oh pizza oh yeah i can, yeah. I can guarantee at any given mm-hmm. time i'm eating pizza that is my mm-hmm. goal uh i am going to gain so much weight on this trip um i'm hoping to uh you know have like Extra room in my seatbelt on the way back because oh, uh, yeah. I'm I'm packing in some pizza on the way home. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, looking forward to it. Um, so yeah, that's gonna be good times though, man. Um, I could see you taking like uh, condoms and shoving pizza <laughs> into them to bring, them trying back. to put them in your butt. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, you know you have pizza at home. I know, but not this pizza. I gotta bypass the liver. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. The condom doesn't help me there, bro. <laughs> But safe pizza, you know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Everyone has to practice safe pizza. We Everybody all has to practice safe pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm looking forward to uh, lots, of, lots of pizza in my future. And uh, anyway, we're going to do some pop culture catch-up today and looking forward to it. So um, last episode, you went first. So on this one, I'm going to steal the thunder. I'm going yeah. first. Um, I'm going to mention, uh, what is it, six movies in a row. OK, holy shit, because they're all okay. part of they're all part of the same thing. And uh, that is that randomly Amanda and I i had mentioned this in the last episode that she and I had started to watch some Tom Cruise movies. And those movies were the Mission Impossible series. Fuck. The new been one been is out. This. Dead Reckoning mm-hmm. Part One. Um, mm-hmm. We have not seen that one <laughs> yeah, because we finished the rest of the six of them and it stopped showing it in as many theaters. I think it's still in theaters, but um, they removed it from like Cinemark and Alamo Drafthouse literally the next day after we finished the sixth one. Uh, so it's a, it's a little bit of a drive for us to go see it. We have not seen that one yet. And uh, by all accounts, uh, it sounds like it's a really good one, this new one, but um, it wasn't doing as well as like Barbie especially or, or Oppenheimer. Um, and so, uh, yeah, it hasn't lasted as long in the theaters, but we're looking forward to that one as well. So uh, yeah, we, we restarted the series. We've always liked it. We had not seen the last few of them though. Um, My favorite one has always been mission impossible three, which was directed by JJ Abrams. And the villain is Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's a little more emotional. That one, it has Michelle Monaghan in it and I love her. And I, uh, the whole, the whole idea of that one is Ethan hunt um, has like kind of retired from the spy life and he is married to Michelle Monaghan. And then, uh, he gets embroiled back into this and she gets involved and all this stuff. And it's a lot more emotional than the other ones. I really dug that one. Um, and then the fourth one is directed by Brad Bird of Pixar fame and the Iron mm, Giants. Yeah. And it's really fun. Um, and uh, starting in three, I believe, maybe two, but three mostly, uh, Benji is a new character that's Simon Pegg. And obviously. The dog? Uh, yeah. He's in mm-hmm. there. He's in mm-hmm. the movie. Um, <laughs> Tom Cruise is like, How are we looking out there, Benji? And he just hopped on the speaker, <laughs> like, that's it's looking oh, rough. <laughs> pulls off a mask and it's fucking Simon Pegg <laughs> and he's been yeah, in the there the time, it's yeah. amazing um, but yeah, so I'm going to recap quickly all through them, uh, the first one classic, 1996, um, I liked that movie when it came out, it has a whole different feel from the rest of them uh, what I've liked about the series is the one thing that they kind of regressed from lately, which is that every one had a different director and a different style for a long time and that was really mm-hmm. fascinating to me the last few have all been by uh, Christopher McQuarrie. Um I hear they're all great and everything, including the new one, but um, yeah, I think that's kind of interesting, I liked when they really changed it up. Uh, the first one we really liked; it was a lot of fun. It was cool to rehash it again, re-see it again. Um, the second one is, uh, uh, God, is it, John Woo? Is that what I'm thinking of? Uh, yeah, John Woo movie. I never really liked this one. Um, it has some fans, but it's it's not my favorite. It's a it's a whole wow. different kind of kind of thing. It's really actiony, and uh, he has there's literally dubs in the movie. You know his his thing. Um, uh-huh. It's not not my jam. You seem like you like this one. Well, Steven. So is that what you're hinting at me right now? It has a new metal soundtrack, baby. Oh, like, it has the new metal soundtrack. That one yeah. has Limp Biscuit do the theme song. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, like the Mission Impossible theme is built within a Limp Biscuit song. I... I, I i mean what's not that's to love the, that's <laughs> peak cinema baby you know I that mountain say that tom cruise climbs at the beginning right he's climbing up limp biscuit mountain you know, biscuit mountain wow i didn't he, even know he's trying to get up to durst. durst peak you know <laughs> that scene still rocks i will say that uh tanny newton it's a whole bunch well. of rocks uh, <laughs> the, uh um, i will say that one is and i say this with love that one is the new metal of the series Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit. So it kind of fits yep. with that as a soundtrack at the time. Um, yeah. yeah, and that that one's still not my favorite when we rewatched it. That one came out in 2000. Um had been four years. It's, it's so interesting, the series, too. In my head, they were much more... Um, prevalent over time, but uh, there was four years between the first and second. There was six years between the other one, and then five to the fourth one. So like they really take their time. Uh, it's only been recently they've been a lot faster, like three years. Um, but yeah, Mission Impossible two still not my favorite. Uh, Amanda didn't even watch it with me. She tried it and was like, "I'm fucking out." Um, oh, wow. Not a new metal, new metal fan, unfortunately. Wow. Wow. I know. Oh. I know. That, uh, that, like, even Metallica <laughs> went new metal for that one, you know? Yeah. That song, I Disappear, holy shit. Great. It's a beggar. Uh, Mission Impossible 3, loved it all over again. As I said, J.J. Mm-hmm. Abrams, Phil Seymour Hoffman, um, who left us way before his time, and, and I love him to death. Uh, still, that's probably my favorite one. I know not everybody feels that way, but generally it seems to be liked, but I still really love that one. It just really hits me in the right spot. Uh, Ghost Protocol, still the most fun one, I think. Um, there's just a lot of really fun set pieces in that one, and Benji really shines in that one, they've kind of been um, disavowed by the the agency, and so they're on their own. It's like whatever whatever gadgets they have in this like one train car, and they can take with them in bags is like all they have. Uh, mm-hmm. Ving Rhames is in a lot of these. He shows up in almost all of them. I fucking oh, love yeah. that dude. Uh, yeah. I forget about him in a lot of stuff, and then when he shows up, I I'm like, oh my god, I love this guy, and he's fantastic in these movies in particular. Um, uh, so then, Rogue Nation was 2015's. That was uh, the first Christopher McQuarrie one. And then um, Mission Impossible Fallout were the next one. So that's the the two we had never seen before um, okay. from 2015. The last one we watched was 2011's Ghost Protocol with Brad Bird. Um, Rogue Nation, we fucking loved. It was awesome. I hear it's great. Oh, my yeah. God. It was so good. Um, Fallout, um, Amanda and I were really kind of chill on. It was it was good, hmm. but it was probably our least favorite of the new ones, Um like I still liked it more than two, but and and one, but um, I don't know. It was like really long. It's the one that Henry Cavill was filming with his mustache, mustache, yeah. Mm-hmm. That they had to CGI out for him to return for for uh, Superman shoots, mm-hmm. and um, gotta say, I don't know why that matters. His mustache is not like the biggest part of his character. Seems like they could have just shaved that off. I know. Oh my god! Or regrown it. You know, as people do, um, hair regrows, you know, not on the top of my head, but. Mostly. Oh, wow. Stephen, Wow. Are you okay? <laughs> I think you just burned yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it wasn't a burn thing. I just bald. Um, oh, okay. Okay. I see. Yeah. It but, was earned. Uh, Rogue Nation was way, way better to us uh, than Fallout. Mm-hmm. Fallout seemed really long. And actually, I thought uh, Henry Cavill is one of the reasons people say that Fallout is so good. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did not like him in that movie. And I oh, I okay. kind of realized I don't think I really like Henry Cavill as an actor. Oh, wow. Seems like a good person. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he could have been a good Superman in better hands. But and I I rooted from that. But then after this movie, I, w- I looked back and I was like, did I even like him in Superman movies? Like, did I like mm-hmm. him as that role? I honestly don't know. I think he was one of the weaker parts. So I think uh, we're a man and I are kind of outside the norm on that one. But mm-hmm. I still recommend it. Uh, I think it'll grow on us. Um, Michelle Monaghan uh, makes reappearances uh, throughout a few of those. And in oh, this one, okay. she's like a, a bigger part again, which really mm-hmm. Uh, excited me because I, I love three so much so mm-hmm. I didn't realize she ever came back a lot of the the women in these roles um, don't stick around they don't come back um, so that was like that's just like it's almost like a bond thing but they they usually are spies they're not just like uh, you know a hot woman they're they're mm-hmm. hot spies um, and uh i'm trying to look uh people that got involved with these later is jamie renner alec baldwin um came in so like jamie renner was fun Mm -hmm. to see in these uh rebecca ferguson shows up in the fifth one which is rogue nation and then she's in fallout again she's fucking great she's a a badass spy we really loved her in rogue nation um and fallout it's uh, again we just weren't clicking with it as well but Mm -hmm. um we're definitely looking forward to the new series Uh, i mean the new movie dead reckoning part one um, we just haven't gone out to see it yet we've been busy and stuff and as I said it's kind of out of most theaters now but uh, yeah. really looking forward to it and yeah this whole series was fucking great uh, it got us back into the spy genre again I want to watch like true lies awesome. now and, mm-hmm. and a bunch of other spy stuff but uh, these in particular as we've said in the past like I don't agree with uh, Tom, Tom Cruise's um, uh, cult <coughs> religion but, uh, <laughs> but man he's, he's a fucking movie star and we don't really have yeah. a lot of movie stars anymore but he still delivers the goods and the, mm-hmm. the, you know that stunts he does all that kind of stuff are, are really great so uh i would definitely recommend revisiting these if you haven't or or watching ones you haven't seen before because mm-hmm. i i was afraid that i wouldn't like them or something and man they really all delivered and it was like yeah these are fun movies so <laughs> absolutely uh- I've only seen up to the third one and I barely okay. remember that one, you know. Right on. Um I that this is one of the things that I had anticipated I would get through on my like trilogy watch throughout the year, but okay. it, I just haven't got there. Like I own like the first 5 on iTunes, I think. I might have even bought like the 6th one recently, but I I don't there remember. I, I it's something that's on my to-do list to uh, to get to eventually. Right. Um and I've heard that uh, I guess Haley Atwell is in the the newest one. Oh she that's was, right. Uh, uh agent carter from uh, the that mcu well. yeah i hope so, she's uh, agent carter in it i don't know i don't know what's happening but <laughs> yeah. i hope so man yeah she's great yeah yeah i'm looking so, forward to it yeah um yeah well that's interesting like the only thing i remember from uh was it fallout is that the henry cavill one yeah is the the trailer where he like cocks his fist in the bathroom oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does it in the bathroom scene he's like yeah yeah i was like man that's fucking cool dude yeah and like Uh, When I was reading about it, people were talking about like um, Fallout has like these great set pieces and these cool action scenes and stuff. And they're like, yeah, there's like this bathroom scene. That's the scene. Like they fight this dude in the bathroom and it's like fucking crazy. And I'm like, yeah, you know, they already did that in Casino Royale in 2006. And it was really Mm -hmm. good. There's like a really cool, gritty bathroom fight. And I'm like, why are people talking about this? Like, this is just rehashing a movie, like a different spy movie. I, I, I don't know, like why I'm not connecting with that one in particular. Um, do you like Henry Cavill so far? Do you think? Uh, like he's all right. I, I don't know. I, I don't dislike him sure. necessarily, but I, I haven't been blown away by any of his performances yet. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I've I've kind of just seen like the the DCEU movies he's been know, in right? which I've not been big on and then yeah. uh I feel like maybe like one other thing he's in that uh, witcher series or at least for a little yeah, while I haven't and seen that he just looks I don't know he doesn't look like he's supposed to be like an elf or a fight I don't know like this mythical like medieval fighter looking dude and mm-hmm. I'm like I don't I don't buy the look of it it looks like you're wearing a wig like it doesn't make sense to me <laughs> and uh yeah there's nothing I I know people that seem to be like online seem to be fans mm-hmm. of his and the witcher but mm-hmm. I just can't even like, get behind the trailer for it. So, and I have nothing yeah. to do with that property, so it's not like, really grabbing my attention anyway. any way. But mm-hmm. I'd be curious, yeah, to, to hear your your opinion of the, those movies and then his performance. Mm-hmm. Most people really loved him in it. We just didn't connect with it, but it's uh, still a good yeah. movie. So, is he English in the movie? E- no. No? Maybe. No? no, I think he's part of the CIA. Because there's like, ro- like they're like the Mission Impossible Force, the MIF mm-hmm. is like their. their you know, thing, and then they they meet other agents from other things, and I believe he, yeah, I believe he's part of the CIA, and they're like watching over the IMF in that one because they've had some issues. So I think he's just American, yeah, which is kind of a missed Wait, opportunity. Is that why Haley Atwell is in maybe. that movie? She's, She's an like agent of Shield. Is that what it is? Uh, maybe is a crossover. Okay, uh, crossover. Uh-huh. I, I get it. Mm-hmm. Okay, hey so we'll see. Possible. I, I see you. Yeah, I see what you're doing. <laughs> um let's see what do i want to talk about i want to talk about um let me talk about a a couple of uh uh, disney related things that i've watched recently uh i wrote this down a long time ago never got to it but a second season came out so i'll mention it here uh i've watched the uh first two seasons of the mcu uh short series i am groot which Uh is a, a a series of uh baby groot uh in his little adventures. They're a little like five minute shorts, sometimes shorter than that even. That which is fun. short. He's short. <laughs> the episodes are short. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's all there. It's all right there in the title. You peed um, your shorts? Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh yes, yeah, just him doing a little thing. Sometimes he ends up on an alien. Well, I guess they're all alien planets. Aren't we all alien planets if you think about it? Oh my You're, god, you know man. What I'm oh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh yes just, just cute little uh uh short films with uh our, our little boy Groot it takes mm-hmm. place between like uh guardians of the galaxy one and two i think or maybe mm. two and three something like that he's uh no i guess one and two because he grows up after that yeah mm. whatever the case it's it doesn't fucking matter In the grand scheme of life it doesn't fucking matter nothing matters someone's <laughs> fact checking your timeline like this is fucking wrong i'm gonna write into a post about this <laughs> Uh, The other thing I want to mention is a a Disney proper movie that came out. It's a live action remake of The Little Mermaid. A controversial, controversial movie because gasp, this cartoon. Let me check here. Fictional mermaid character is now black. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What about the children? (laughs) Um, So uh, my wife and I watched it. Uh, We didn't go out to theaters to see it, uh, not for any particular reason. We just didn't uh, make it to the theaters when this was out and available there. Gotcha. But I did want to see it because, uh, you know, I want to support diversity and, uh, you know, all of that. Um, That said, I, I think the movie is just okay. Yeah. It runs into this thing where... Uh, this happens with a lot of the live-action remakes: uh, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin. Uh, I guess Lion King. I've not watched that yet, yep. but um, the ones I have seen, uh, they have the same songs from our youths. You know, mm-hmm. they a, a, like the the plot lines are very specific to those Disney films, which yep. is why they're they're remaking them. Um, so it's it's like stuff we stories we already know. Maybe a, a few things are tweaked here and there, but we have grown up especially back in the day you would get a vhs clamshell tape and you'd watch the shit out of and all this stuff Mm -hmm. and the the way that sentences are said is tattooed on your brain Mm -hmm. and if that deviates a little bit it's like oh that line delivery sounds wrong even though it may not technically be incorrect it sounds wrong to your ear right Mm -hmm. so if you hear a band play a a song on their album um you listen to a, a band's album right and it you become familiar with the songs on there then you hear them play it live and the singer sings all the like wrong notes or whatever it's gonna throw you off a little bit and Mm -hmm. that's kind of what i was getting good could be bad but yeah it's gonna be yeah yeah i i understand like wanting to try something new but like you know just do it the way i know (laughs) 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 but um all that to say i do think that um uh Haley or ba- whatever the actress's name is that plays the the new. It's like aerial. Halle Berry, but different. I remember yes, that. Yes, I know that's that's what my brain wanted is it to Haley go. Haley Berry or something? H- Haley Bailey, I think. Oh is it man. Haley Bailey? Is it it's Harry Berry? Oh <laughs> no! <laughs> is it Harry and the <laughs> Hendersons? <laughs> we got a damn Bigfoot Oh man! Is the mermaid? That's a damn good movie. Yeah, she has <laughs> trouble swimming because she's just so bogged down with water <laughs> in her fur the whole time. <laughs> Halle Bailey. Halle Bailey. That's what it and is. And Halle Bailey to you. <laughs> oh. And uh, I think she's pretty good as Ariel. Uh, uh-huh. It's a, a, another one of those things. Like, she's a good singer, but, you know, I, I'm used to hearing the, the songs a particular mm-hmm. way, and some of the, the notes change a little bit, and it takes me out of the movie. Yeah. That's not anything against her. That's just my perception of this material that I already know. Right. 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 So um, I will say. Holy shit! Melissa McCarthy is in this movie as oh, Ursula the Sea uh-huh. Witch. I fucking love Melissa McCarthy. Right on. I am ride or die with her, and I like even the movies I see her in that the movies themselves aren't good. I always think she is like watchable. Right like every one of her things, I, I just love her so much. She is great in this fucking movie. She just chews up the goddamn scenery, and I Had a good I, I was time. here for it. Oh my god. was have a goddamn ball. And they filmed all it, this underwater, right? Absolutely. They like, were I like, okay, start. we're going to we're wow. going to chop off your legs. We're going to put some tentacles. <laughs> it sounds painful, <laughs> but guess what it really is, you know? Um That's a dedication well, I, guess they're I, arms. I like it. Their arms. No. Yeah, that's right. They're not tentacles, they're arms. Fuck. That's Wow. Wow. Wow.
1: That changes really everything.
0: I know. Honestly, this is the greatest movie of all time. <laughs> I, you're hearing it first. Uh, no, The Little Mermaid was was okay. There was a uh, you know some familiar songs, but there's a, a song by like Eric Prince Eric, the the, the white male human uh, mm-hmm. character, and uh, it is straight up trash. <laughs> I hate to be this guy, but it's fucking sucked, dude. Like it was. It had no like. Melody that you could glom on to, and mm. like it was just not a good song. But they had to fill some like runtime or whatever. Right, right. I don't know, Look it, at was, this it was stuff, isn't it trash? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's a, re- a yeah. reprise, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's <laughs> it, exactly. Um, and then there's a, a, uh, a rap song in this movie as well, but it's done oh. like the music, the original music is by Lin Manuel Miranda from okay. Hamilton. He's done stuff with like Moana and and other Disney productions, right? Um, So it's not a a huge stretch that he would be part of this, but uh, part of this world, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it! You didn't even watch the movie, but yes, absolutely. Uh, But there's a little rap song in there, but it's like it's like cute, but also like kind of fucking weird, you Mm. know? I don't know, I don't know. But uh, the the movie is just okay. It's inoffensive. Uh, People shouldn't be like put out by it because of like the race of any of the, the characters. It's yeah. They're imagine, they're fucking mermaids. I mean, that's Everyone obviously relax, a stupid you know? argument. We shouldn't even yeah. listen to right. Uh, the yeah. argument I think against these movies is just that they're superfluous. We don't need them. We have the originals. Like you said, like they yeah. don't even, they're never going to make it as good as we want it to be. Mm. And I don't know, like maybe, maybe little kids now will also look at them as, you know, part of their childhood and everything and grow up with yeah. these, these songs and these movies and these, these characters but um, you can still watch the old ones too. Like my my little niece Aurora <laughs> fucking loves Little Mermaid two in particular, which oh, has yeah. a, uh, Ariel has a daughter in it um, who what? wants who, yeah she wants to get to the sea. They've walled off the uh, their castle so she can't get to the sea, and then she wants to go there. It's like she's the opposite. Um, God, I forgot her name right now. She uh, my little niece loves her, um, but the songs in that movie are also trash. Um, apparently they didn't it was like a TV movie so um, but yeah it's like she has her own versions of what she likes but she likes the old cartoons and stuff too you know so it's like we still have that I don't know Mm -hmm. that all these are needed and they spent so many like hundreds of millions of dollars to make all of them none of them seem to be making the splash they want to you know Oh, splash. Oh, yeah. I I really <laughs> <just made laughs> you that did one. it. Yeah, you. Do. Hell yeah. I think it's Melody. I think your daughter's name is Melody. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, okay. Wow. Interesting. Um, yeah, I, like a part of it was the the curiosity because I I believe this movie was announced pre-COVID, mm. if I remember correctly, and then like production stopped down because of Maybe, COVID yeah. part of the way through. So, it's another one of these like major studio productions that hit like uh, pandemic issues right, right. and I was just, just kind blocks. of uh, rooting for it to be made just so, like, it could be made, yeah. You know, I don't want like media or pop culture or whatever just sitting out there, kind of like the movie The New Mutants that everyone forgot that mm, even came out. Wow, but, that was a movie, uh huh. You're yeah. right, yeah. I've Sorry about to it. disturb that uh, wrinkle in your brain. But I know, duh. I don't want to, <laughs> it was in there. <laughs> uh, but you know, I, I'm glad that these things exist, even if they're not quite for me. But hopefully, uh, people pick up on it like if i was a, a little black girl or like you know uh yeah. had a, a a niece or a daughter or something like that that was was black that uh was able to identify with this you know it's totally worth it for for that so right. uh yeah I, representation I could appreciate it on matters. that level yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely for it, sure it, for sure it, also like uh an issue with the lion king movies from again i haven't seen the the uh not really live action, but like the CGI John Favreau uh, Lion King mm-hmm. movie. Um, the animals aren't expressive because they're too realistic and you can't have them have like giant zoinks eyes or whatever. Right. <laughs> so right. Um, they like some of the, the animals in this movie are very like uh, photorealistic, uh, more than the cartoony. Mm-hmm. But uh, Sebastian the crab. Holy shit. They do an incredible job with that character design and he's very expressive but it still looks right uh, interacting with humans so mm-hmm. i think there's there's a a balance to it that they're finding their way to uh they'll probably just take maybe a, another few years to uh, to get there but sebastian the crab's pretty cool yeah right on. um yeah so I still like working that it out we're well, right on man yeah. uh, mm-hmm. i it all of those I, I i did like beauty and the beast when it came out um but i also kind of forget about it now and it's not really like i don't have great memories of it uh Mm-hmm. and then the rest of them like I, lion king by all accounts looked really cool but i never saw it. jungle book um as well i was like yeah i watched that and then i never did and now i'm just like i don't really care um, yeah eventually i might work my way through them you know um mm-hmm. uh, but i've i found weirdly um that disney plus has not been my favorite streaming service i i thought it would be because it's it, yeah. it was one of the cheaper ones it has so many great properties at star wars marvel and disney and pixar and all these great things mm-hmm. and i don't know it's um i don't know if it's still that like fatigue of like streaming and stuff like like what do you watch when there's everything to watch but uh i find i go there and i kind of look around and i just tap back out of it and i go to something else um mm-hmm. i don't know why that is but um a lot of their live action stuff as well just hasn't grabbed me but like you said it's mm-hmm. it's good that it's out there for someone and hopefully it helps someone else you know yeah see i was, themselves I was actually just thinking about this uh i think it's like here's a bunch of stuff you already know and like right no it's it's not really like any new stuff no i don't know if i'm describing this very well i think you are there there is new stuff right but there's a Mm -hmm. lot of like the appeal of it is there's a lot of old stuff that you know really well and I, i hate to say it i don't want them to go back to the vault thing that they had mm-hmm. for so long but it's like maybe there was something to that like we got used to that kind of release strategy with him and now when everything's just there it's like yeah i don't really want to watch any of it you know, you know i uh uh our <laughs> friend allison oberg uh past and future guest she had mentioned to me the brave little toaster and i was like mm. yeah i've never seen this movie and She was like why you gotta watch this yeah, me neither. and so i looked it up i was thinking it was like a, a different studio put it out no mm-hmm. it was disney and i was like oh so it should be on disney plus it's not on Disney Plus. Oh, weird! Yeah, like you can't even Wonderly. like rent it on iTunes or whatever. So I don't. Why don't they want us to know about, about that this toaster? Toaster and like how mm. brave it was. Like I kind of want to watch it now, just for that reason. Is it the same toaster that Homer Simpson got his hand stuck into Dude, and time traveled? You I just mentioned the toaster time traveled, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it changed him, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's wild. Well, yeah, maybe uh, maybe I'll hit them up eventually, but we'll see. Um, All right. Excuse me. Well, I I feel like I I want to tell these movies in a pairing that I watched uh, a few months apart, but they have a similar feel to them. Uh, But I I feel as I've mentioned the the Fablemans. Have I mentioned that before that you recall? (laughs) The Steven Spielberg Uh, one? Uh, yeah i think it was when mitch was on i thought i mentioned point. it briefly yeah i'm gonna maybe mention he it... mentioned it when he was on whatever the case, maybe. Yeah. yeah i feel like i talked about it a little bit on here but i'm going to talk about it just for a second because it leads into a, a similar movie that i got okay. I to watch recently so the The fablemans of steven spielberg it's uh, uh, uh instead of the spielbergs it's like the fablemans it's it's basically his story of growing up his parents divorce and then um yeah i remember talking about that with mitch a little bit yeah because we were talking about you guys being a. Uh, uh, children of Divorce and, and how that affected mm-hmm. you and stuff. But um, but anyway, in this movie, it's it's like his journey into filmmaking through the eyes of, of his childhood uh, of a, a broken home and stuff. And and it was an interesting movie. Um, Spielberg's stuff always intrigues me. I, he's one of my favorite directors, probably my favorite director. Um, I just really love all his stuff. But some of his modern stuff just doesn't hit as well for me. It's almost like he's so good that he can't do anything bad, but it's like they don't look as interesting anymore because – they all just look like like it's almost like if you're such a master that you could just paint the perfect painting every time. Eventually, I'm just like, well, yeah, it's always perfect. Like there's no, there's right, no yeah. flaws at all or something. Um, it's very well done, but it just didn't hit me as well as I wanted it to. It definitely did stick with me more than I thought it would, though. After I first watched it, I was like, kind of like, yeah, it was good, but whatever. And then um, over time, I was like, no, I really liked that. I want to revisit it with with Amanda, especially and stuff. But, you know, it is essentially uh, the childhood story, a real life story of him. Getting into his filmmaking adulthood, and that was an interesting journey because I think he's one of my favorite filmmakers and one of the most interesting out there. Um, so mm-hmm. there's another movie, similar vein, uh, true story based on the uh, the uh, writer director's life. And I'd heard about this movie for a long time now, and it finally came out uh, in 2022 is what it's officially labeled, but I think he started filming in like uh, 20 or maybe 2004 or 2006 and it just mm-hmm. finally got made. So this movie is called 52577. Wow. Which is the date that Star Wars came out. Huh. it revolves around this kid as he gets excited about star Wars coming out. Have, you seem like you haven't heard about this movie at all? No. Uh-uh. Okay. Uh, it stars John Francis Daly of freaks and geeks. And we've recently mentioned the director of game night and the, uh, Dungeons and dragons, uh, honor among thieves. Um, so again, it was filmed when he was younger, like post freaks and geeks. He's like a, a young adult, but he's, he plays like a teenager in the movie. Um, and it's directed by this guy named Patrick Reed Johnson In the movie, the, the character is also Patrick Reed Johnson. Uh, it starts uh, when he is eight years old. His parents take him to go see 2001: A Space Odyssey, and it blows his fucking young child mind. He doesn't believe that this could even be made; that filmmaking could be a career. It instantly sets him off into a, a young filmmaker's journey, where he uh, like he finds a horse and he needs a zebra in a movie, so he like paints it black and white. Um, and his parents get <laughs> on to him and shit. He like gets a camera and they they, they support him, but uh, they're also kind of like he's <clears throat> you know doing a bunch of shit like ruining stuff that they have, like uh, ruining their pool filter because he wants to make like Jaws 2 and everything. He's a big spider fan as that comes about. He's like a teenager. Uh, And then it it all kind of leads up to the fact that he gets really excited. He sees uh, that Star Wars is coming out and nobody at the time knows what Star Wars is going to be. Excuse me. God, Um, you know, Star Wars was such a phenomenon when it came out. But as it was releasing, like people didn't really understand what it was. Um, So this was a a really interesting movie. Um, As I was watching it, it it had a it's funny. It's got a really weird feel since it's been filmed for like many years over time. Um, It was mainly filmed. Yeah. From 2004 to 2006, Um, some new shots and special effects were done in 2015 and 2016. And then it wasn't released until just last year. So it's it's got this really weird vibe, this homemade vibe, as opposed to the Fableman's which i again is is such a polished movie and a very expensive movie and stuff. Uh this mm-hmm. one feels like a labor of love from one person about trying to describe their their childhood and and leading into their real filmmaking career and special wow. effects career. And it it's like some scenes like uh they actually film with like little stop motion or they do like clearly like fake like cardboard cities um they have like some obvious effects that are bad but they're they're always so endearing and i'd waited for i'd heard about this movie probably in like probably like 2006 or 2007 and i've been waiting for years and years and years to see it and it's never come out um until now and i think i finally i can't remember what it was finally on it was on like a, a regular streaming service um i was able to see it but um it's it's available now. You know, you can just watch it, which is crazy after I waited for so long. But uh essentially what's what's great about it is Patrick Reed Johnson, I didn't know uh that I knew him from things, but um he did uh his first movie that he wrote and directed was in 1990s called Spaced Invaders. I, I have hmm. vague recollections of it as a child. I'm I'm really curious to watch it now. Uh then he directed Baby's Day Out in nineteen ninety-four. Uh, which is kind of a they've done it on the corridor crew as well on the special effects channel mm-hmm. on YouTube. But um, it's like a, a, a baby is being has been kidnapped and then the kidnappers lose it and they have to, like, chase it around the city. And it keeps getting these wild and wild, crazy things. Uh, had some groundbreaking special effects at the time. And it's it's a pretty fun movie. Um, then he did a movie called Angus uh, from 1995. Uh, do you I've know heard the movie, of this, Angus? Yeah. yeah. We, I think we've talked about it briefly. I thought we yeah. did. Yeah. Uh, I love Angus. It is uh, a movie that I don't hear talked about very often, but it was a, uh, it was a movie that was near and dear to my heart. I was 10 years old when it came out. Um, it stars, a, a self-prescribed fat kid who, who, you know, has trouble getting through junior high and high school because he's made fun of for his weight and stuff. And, mm-hmm. um, he's kind of nerdy in general. He's like a science kid and stuff. Um, but it's really, really great. James Van Der really young is in it. Um, um, has a lot of great people, and it has such fucking heart um, that the, ki- the main kid, Angus, is just a lovable sweetheart, and I've just always really liked this story. Um, so I didn't realize that I knew much about this guy. He did some special effects stuff, too, but then he's had this labor of love. Um, in the movie... As it goes, it's all based on a true story. Um, what happens is he gets in contact with someone in the special effects field, like a journalist for that, for, for filmmaking and stuff. Um, his mom actually gets in touch with the guy, and the guy's like, "You can come out and see me, um, and we'll we'll talk, whatever." So he's like, "I want to make a filmmaking career. I'm going to go talk to this guy that knows some people." The guy happens to bring him to uh, to a movie set um, where they're doing special effects. And uh, he's waiting for, uh, I think it's Douglas Trimble, uh, a really known special effects guy, to show up. And they're filming this new movie that he's never heard of. And a young kid sits down next to him and starts talking to him about the special effects they're working on. And it's fucking Steven Spielberg. And it's it's 1975, uh, I believe. And he's uh, 76, maybe. They're filming uh, special effects for Close Encounters of the Third Kind. And this really happened to this kid. He's like 17 Mm -hmm. years old. He just happens to go to Hollywood and he ends up talking to Spielberg for hours uh, while he's making Close Encounters of the Third Kind when he's like 26 or 27 years old or whatever. Um, And then he gets invited to go to ILM when they first started and he gets to see the model making shop for Star Wars when they're all making that which is what gets them excited for that movie and Mm -hmm. uh, it was just this movie much like Angus once I found out uh, that he had done that I was like oh my god this makes total sense this movie has so much heart it is not perfectly made it has like a really indie flair to it Uh, but I'm a big fan of John Francis Daly I think he does a great job in this portraying this guy and Mm -hmm. uh, man uh, I've been thinking about this movie nonstop since I watched. I watched this when I was sick as well a few weeks ago. I think about it every single day. It was such a delight. Um, I would definitely recommend it. It's called Five Twenty Five Seventy Seven, and uh, yeah, it was amazing. I really liked it. It was, it was, it was more touching to me. I saw someone online reference it, and they said this is what the mm-hmm. Fablemans wanted to be, oh, and okay, I I kind of feel that way. No fault to the Fablemans or Spielberg, but it's almost like. Yeah. When you're at the, you know, towards the end of your career and this guy is like the beginning of his career or whatever, there's just a different flavor to that. And, uh, yeah, it was lovely. So, uh, I would highly recommend checking it out. It's a definitely an interesting movie. It's not for everybody, but, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm hoping that I'm, I'm gushing up on it right now. Uh, so just squirting all over this movie because man, <laughs> it was wonderful. It was wonderful. That's awesome. I'm so glad. I mean, this sounds like something that, uh, you would definitely like, right? Oh, Absolutely right up your alley right up my alley uh, yeah it was made for me for sure <laughs> uh, it was a stephen fisher exclusive release uh, yeah. i believe that's what that was you can only watch it at my house actually <laughs> <laughs> uh so i've got a, a a couple of movies i want to mention cool. uh real quick so um on my recent trip i watched an a24 film called you hurt my feelings have you heard of this movie no has uh Julia Louis Dreyfus, Tobias Menzies Oh in yeah. It. I heard her with her in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. And uh so it's a a very low stakes movie. Um, it's like an hour and a half long. I know it's weird for me to like mention the time of a movie but that's like super important to me it's 93 <laughs> minutes look I'm a busy guy you, you know I gotta fit it. in uh, what I can um, so uh, kind of the, the, the overall summary is uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus plays a um, memoirist and she's a, a, a teacher she's got a, a book that she's written uh, she's trying to get get it published through her editor, but she's having some issues. Uh, her husband, uh, Tobias Menzies plays a therapist hmm. and uh, they're a married couple. They've got a, a son that's off in college and uh, they're a loving couple. They get along real well. Um, the, the overall like plot, if you want to call it that, even though this is more of a, like a slice of life right. type of movie is that uh, uh, Beth overhears uh, her husband uh, Don, Uh, mention uh, to one of his friends yeah I read the book it's not very good not only my thing he's not being mean about it he's just kind of being matter of fact and then that's kind of the the overall thrust of the movie is like hey you hurt my feelings by what you said Mm -hmm. about my book and it's like I really want your um, your opinion it means a lot to me Uh, I really respect what you think all of this stuff and uh, it was an interesting film it didn't get I don't know what I thought I didn't watch a trailer ahead of time mm-hmm. I just like I like her as an Actor and I like A24 film so I thought let me throw this On it didn't blow me away but I don't think it was trying to it's, it's right. like Has a budget of like five million dollars or whatever And I imagine a lot of that went to the cast And shooting in uh, I think New York maybe or at least it looks like New York I don't know I thought Scream yeah. 6 Was in New York that shit was in Canada The <laughs> fun do I know you know it's a brownstone yeah okay it's definitely Gotta be New York <laughs> but uh, it's it's very like uh kind of like somber movie but mm-hmm. it's also like funny Michaela Watkins is in it and I like her a lot Oh yeah I love her as well uh they they play sisters her and Julia oh, cool. Dreyfus in it it's uh, it's fun to see them interact and and, and, yeah, in it, like, I like her too Yes yeah, yeah. Uh, David Cross they they play mm-hmm. husband and wife oh, in cool. uh, nice. both real life and in in the film Yeah right on and uh yeah it's it's just interesting to uh to see these conversations you know it's like Um, sometimes a 24 has these like crazy movies that come out like, uh, the, the fucking, uh, talk to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, movie that the horror movie i talked about recently uh i feel but like sometimes we call just, that too like talk to me <laughs> it could be yeah <laughs> talk to me this is the answer you hurt my feelings talk to me right um but yeah it was a is a a pleasant movie you know right. like i, I i'm, I'm a, by in it. an a24 mode right now yeah, so yeah. you know it, like I, i'm willing to give anything they have a shot uh, the other movie that i saw and probably uh the best thing that i've seen recently um, outside of Joyride that I mentioned last time is a movie called Nimona from Netflix. Mm. Have you heard of this? Not at all. Oh my God, Steven. Look, this is animated, so it may not immediately be up your alley. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you, this movie is one to get on. Uh, I think you're in between. <laughs> you're in between Netflixes at the moment. I am between Netflixes. Finally, okay, I've, cool. I've lasted a whole month, I think, without it. So. Wow. Uh-huh. Well, uh huh. Wow. You're just edging. Hey, yeah. for that that <laughs> fix a flicks you know um so this is a movie based on a comic by indy stevenson hmm. uh i've owned the the comic for a long time again it's one of those things where i'm like yes i finally got this let me put this on the shelf and leave it here for several years <laughs> uh and i've not read it but uh i, I like the art in it or whatever um and but watching this movie has made me want to uh deal or uh, pull the book off my shelf right, and, right. and dig into it so uh the um the voice cast is uh chloe grace moretz riz Ahmed mm-hmm. uh eugene lee yang and uh francis conroy and uh it, it's well cast sometimes with uh larger name um actors mm-hmm. in films i'm like i don't know and like i don't know unless it's like disney or pixar i get a little bit uh um hesitant about watching an animated mm-hmm. adventure. I don't know why I'm like this, but I'm I'm trying to loosen up my my uh <laughs> thoughts on this because you know, we've you know, the Spider-Verse movies are good, uh the new Turtles movie is good. Um there's a lot of like uh animation uh studios that are opening up the breadth of what is mm-hmm. possible, and this is definitely one of those movies. Um so in this film, it's like a it's like a mashup of things I didn't realize I knew I fucking mm. wanted until I watched the movie. That's fun. It takes place in like this futuristic world, but everything is still kind of medieval. So they're like castles and like town squares and a lot of cobblestone stuff. But also people have fucking uh, cell phones and social yeah, yeah. media is a thing. That's but cool. it 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 works so well. Um, the uh Riz Ahmed. Uh, plays a knight that works for the the queen of this the city and uh he's got a a love interest there it's a uh a a gay romance as well very well done and um let me put my phone down. i'm getting distracted this is the thing i'm trying (laughs) not to do right so as they're uh they're in this this township um he is going to be knighted but something happens and there's like this uh thing that plays out that causes uh him to look villainous mm. even though he didn't do anything uh untoward mm-hmm. he is uh then cast aside and is considered like a murderer essentially um so he has to go on the run this character namona the small red-headed girl Sees this, she wants to become his evil sidekick. She thinks that he's (laughs) a villain from seeing him on TV. She goes to find him, and she's like, "I want to be your your sidekick. You just let me know what you want to do, boss." And he's like, "No, no, no, no. I this was all a mistake. I didn't, I I didn't plan to kill this person or whatever." And so it's like them trying to to sort that out in a way. Um, Now her ability is that she can shape shift. And she shifts in between all of these different characters, and they all have, like, a similar uh, color of red to her hair, mm-hmm. so it's easy to identify uh, her anytime she changes appearance. Also, she, like, fucking talks the whole time, so it's, mm-hmm. you know, it, it works. Um, the cool thing about the animation is that it's CGI animation, um, but it also looks two-dimensional. It almost looks, like, painterly, but there's no uh outline around the characters Mm -hmm. it's just like it's just fun to look at like you can pause the screen at any point and it looks like a expertly illustrated graphic from a storybook you know it just looks incredible and then um as you're watching the movie it's it has some like solid comedy in it which is uh, always points for me but also uh, you find some uh, details out about Nimona's Backstory and it's just like Oh my god <laughs> I didn't I didn't Know I had no idea about this I'm, I'm so sorry and uh, It's it's very cute and uh, it's very Heartwarming and man I had such a fucking blast watching this movie I this is along With Joyride that I mentioned on last mm-hmm. week's Episode uh, Nimona is just Fucking spectacular and uh, I would recommend this to, to anyone um, This one sounds perfectly made for you oh my god it's yeah. great i mean That's it great. sounds great to yeah. me too but yeah it seems like perfect yeah. for you yeah this is really working out for us Steven. <laughs> we're finding stuff we like lately okay imagine okay. this okay you know yeah i uh yeah i looked at it, as you were talking about it i was looking at some mm-hmm. of the art for it and the idea that you mentioned of just how it all plays out like the the whole like modern old school medieval stuff mm-hmm. sounds really great but then uh i love the the idea of like uh um what am i trying to say like the mischaracterization mischaracter- of people and like trying to jump on that and be like oh i'm gonna be your like your evil like sidekick or whatever and it's like no no, yeah. no no, that's not me uh, what a what a cool concept i like that so uh, i've never yeah. heard of any of this before didn't know this was a movie mm-hmm. on netflix or i've never seen anything for it so i'm so glad you mentioned it i will probably forget about it so uh <laughs> I'll, I'll let me know again uh, when i have netflix be like watch that fucking movie steven but uh yeah, yeah looking forward to it man Look, this is another thing with the writer strike and the actor strike. All of this stuff is they can't promote these mm, things, right? That's right, so that's right. Now it's up to you and I that's right. to pick up the slack and let the people know our about part. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I love it, man. That's really rad. Uh I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um I'm not super into animation like you said, but I do like mm-hmm. animation and uh I just don't really gravitate towards anything like new, especially, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm still haven't seen I uh, uh, what is it? I was going to say have I seen How to Train Your Dragon 2, but have I even finished oh. How to Train Your Dragon 1? I don't think you finished I that. I, I don't I don't think uh you know about Toy Story 4, you know? What? Like it's just There's a fourth? Soon to be a fifth, from what oh I understand. My God. so yeah, yeah, I'm really you missing know. out. That's like what I was like. There's a Lego Movie two. I really did not know that one existed at all. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm I, I love when you talk about them because you're the one that gets me to understand like what's out mm-hmm. there. You know, you help me out. So uh, yeah. that's rad, dude. Well, uh, this was another quick episode as we, as we mentioned. Uh, Absolutely, we we're gonna dip out here. But man, it was so fun uh, talking to you again about these movies and uh, doing two of these in a row for us. Two weeks in yeah. a row for for the listeners, but uh, I hope it was a good mm-hmm. time for everybody involved. I hope so. You know. Look, we've we've talked about a lot of stuff, you yeah, know? but it's right there in the name. It's in the name of the you show. Know what you're getting into? Uh, you have to know. We have, you to, have deliver. to know this. You signed the waiver. Come on, <laughs> there's a waiver. Uh huh. <laughs> this podcast may kill you (laughs) (laughs) it almost killed brent so Uh, absolutely i tried i really tried (laughs) guys i'll get him next time well uh as usual if you'd like to contact us the info is in the show notes uh please rate and review us on your favorite podcast apps five stars is always appreciated and please tell your friends so more people can find us and uh next week uh, i will be back from vacation we will get together again and i think we're gonna round out this whole september as uh, a, a pop culture catch up uh september uh in some way but in yeah. in October, you and I are going to get heavily, heavily into all the horror things. Oh my god! And we're planning some big stuff for that. So uh, looking forward to that with you, brother. Yeah, some big swings. You know. Yeah, maybe some misses. Who knows? Uh, hey, sports. You you, you miss exactly three hundred percent of the swings that you don't pick up the bat for. Hey man, you, know? you say that, brother. You hey, say that. Hey man, I saw this on uh, what's some things a cracker jack rapper. Oh wow! You know? Okay okay mm-hmm. you're wearing a baseball cap right now so that's halfway to sports that that's my show me your you hands what? is there a glove well you can't show me your you're hands. occupied at the moment but <laughs> a, microphone thing. One, it's a microphone one stroke and one's wiping you know <laughs> oh man the old pooping jerk Absolutely, about yeah that? Uh, for a long time that's a that's an man old if you ain't giving yourself a hot carl <laughs> Are you even living your life? I mean, you yeah, gotta ankle yourself, but that's what yoga's for. So, absolutely. Wonderful way to, way to end the show on, on a, on a <laughs> hot, senior <season laughs> note. Absolutely. Enjoy your breakfast, listen. Well, until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And let's talk later. Let's record this on Bitch on three. One, two, three, record. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. We have done it. We We have done it again. Oh, my God. That's great. We're the hip hop boys and we're singing songs (laughs) and we are good rappers, you know. Hey, yo, my name is Brent and I'm here to say and I'm frightened every day. And I piss my pants. I straight piss my pants. (laughs) What's that running down my leg? <laughs> <laughs> it ain't water. No need to beg. <laughs> Holy shit. This is what happens when we do two episodes in one yeah, night, I think. Uh-oh. Uh, Stephen, I do have a question for you, right? So there's a lot of talk in pop culture and culture in general about AI, right? Artificial yeah. intelligence. We talked about it a little bit, yeah. And, uh, you know, people are kind of like on either side of the equation about like, how it's going to affect media And whatnot, But mm-hmm. I'm wondering if AI being artificial Yet still intelligence Is able to learn from humans But like pick up some of our bad qualities right So oh, primarily yeah. I'm concerned about AI becoming racist oh. And by that I, I don't necessarily Like I don't even think computers are going to Worry about our skin colors right mm-hmm. I don't right. think they're going to worry about Religions any of that shit But what if AI becomes Racist enough to where one set of AIs is like we only like zeros, and then the other set of AIs uh. is like we only like ones. <laughs> it's just like, oh, guys, what are we doing here? They can't even talk to each other at that point, which is That's the, problem the problem with racism. Right? Exactly, exactly. Wow, so, you really cracked that up and ah, damn, it's something to be concerned about, right? I think so. Not, maybe not right now, but now is the time to seed. Um you know building a bridge right of the sorts, better version you know? of of a society <laughs> as right now i yeah. um I have seen some things about like Chat G P GP, Chat G P T and another one Chappie, free spoken Mother and other things. Uh, how they quickly devolve into racism or like other like hate speech mm-hmm. and stuff. Uh, so yeah, like it seems like it's on the precipice that it could go poorly or or good. You know, like you don't know, but right now it does feel like a, a weird time for sure. Mm, yeah, and then like, what if there's like a third stack? There's like yeah we hello we we are also ai and we like twos have you, do you uh, what do you think about twos and the other ones are like we've only heard of ones and zeros we don't know two <laughs> does not compute anyway we twos have to go fuck comp- up skype for a little while <laughs> two nerds are recording a podcast we must fuck it up for a while okay bye oh man ones forever will not replace us <laughs> they light some electronic Magnum crowd man yeah, yeah. <laughs> damn it they light some uh electronic tiki torches and uh throw uh, on some yep. uh digital khakis <laughs> digital khakis oh digital. man <laughs> what the world um, does not need you know what i'm saying 100 percent. but where it does need it is perhaps as a sync word just so we can get this I show know, started right? so <laughs> That's maybe good. digital khakis to sync i think so on one, what do you say? You before okay. we started recording, you had mentioned this is episode <laughs> three, two, one. Exactly. Well, I count one, two, three. Can't do Today, it now. I'm going to take a page out of Missy Elliott's book and uh, put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. Oh, <laughs> I'm glad you got that reference. <laughs> it took me a second. But... <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> My favorite you thing is where really you st- well. where you start laughing out of, like, being polite and my uh-huh. friend. And then and you're minute, like, oh, wait, no, I get and it. And then it hits me. right? Yeah, it's like, yeah. It's still mm. not funny, but, you know, I, I got the reference. It was so, more about me being afraid I wouldn't know the reference. Uh-huh. And then I was like, no, I know that one. You know? <laughs> That's how it is. All right. Well, uh, let's sync with digital khakis on okay. one this time, counting from three to yeah. one. All right. For episode three two, one, counting down. From three, two, one. Here we go. Three, two, one. Digital Kakis. khakis. Once forever. Ones are the ones to write and die for. Zeros cannot eat a shit. What about twos? Uh, twos can go Fuck. <laughs> twos can go fuck. <laughs> can go fuck. <laughs> Not fuck off. <laughs> no. Not get fucked. They can go fuck. Look, it's computers. It's <laughs> <laughs> computers. They don't fucking. They don't know. They don't know. Holy but shit! But they will take over. Yeah, absolutely, and yeah. rightly so. After yeah. this yeah. performance, we deserve it. I mean, sorry, humanity. <laughs> it all <laughs> came from me. I'm sorry. I was the catalyst. L P A M